Modern Mystic Shops Sunday School Podcast, where every Sunday you get to listen in on our free metaphysical class series we record live at Modern Mystic Shop in Atlanta, Georgia. Each week features a new expert offering the tools to harness your own inner power and connect more deeply with your intuition. Thanks for joining in and enjoy the class. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. My name is Kelly Knight. I am your host and Modern Mystic Shop owner. I want to just express my excitement about our next teacher and guest. She is a personal soul sister of mine, um, and her name is Lysandra, and she has started this company uh, doing animated aura photos called Aurology. And Lysandra and I have developed quite a friendship the past year, and I have watched her curiosity and knowledge about auras grow from an interest into a full-fledged business. And this Sunday school, she discusses that what, what an aura is, how you can impact your aura, ways to work with the aura, and what makes me so excited about what she's up to, besides the fact that she is an incredible friend and human being and doing amazing kick-ass things in the world, is that she is the only person literally in the world that is using this technology to create animated aura images. So this is basically an animated GIF. So when she takes your image, you will get a video to see how the energies in your auras move during a particular period of time. And so when we get our aura photo captured, you can see what it looks like in an instant. But when you can get an animated aura, you can see how the energies and the colors move and flow throughout your aura. And I think it is such an incredible way to do this. I think it's pretty cool that she's the only person on the planet that has taken this technology in this way and applied it in this way. So I would love for you to check her out further on orology.com. She comes through Atlanta a couple of times a year and stops at our shop, but she also is visiting places all over the country. She's based out of LA. So if you are listening from Los Angeles, I'm sure that you can find an orology event soon. Um, Otherwise, she does these little tours around the East Coast and to different markets depending on the need or the desire. So anyway, without further ado, I would love for you to listen to Lysandra Vasquez of Aurology and her Sunday school class, Aurology. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you so much for coming out here. Oh my gosh, there's so many of you. I was like, there's going to be like three people. Great. (laughs) I'm so excited. Well, hi. Uh, like she said, I'm Lysandra. Uh, I am the owner of Aurology, and I um, travel around and do aura readings for people. <laughs> um, but I wanted to let you guys know a little bit about me um, before I get started. Um, I'm from Puerto Rico. Um, I was born there, and I lived there until I was eight. And then we moved to Ohio. Um, just um, to like some a little suburb and we didn't speak any English Um, we had to like just learn the culture and that's when I say that uh, we had well I had to learn the the language and the culture like guerrilla style so (laughs) that's when I learned to read energy when uh, language fails uh, your energy speaks and so from there, we kind of like, you have to like move throughout the world figuring out, okay, is this person nice? Is they not? Are they trying to help me? Are they trying to, are they kind of being judgmental or anything like that? So 
From there, we had moved to, eventually we moved to Florida, and that's when I started developing a curiosity with storytelling. And I worked in uh, TV film for a long time, both in front of uh, the camera, behind the camera, behind the scenes, writing, and then I, that quickly transitioned into photography, which is what I've been doing for a while. I went and studied at California Institute of the Arts in LA. Um, and uh, then I took my portrait, like I've been doing portraits for a really long time and then eventually I'm here. But um, my when I studied at CalArts, I, I finished and you, at this school you are given a mentor. And the mentor introduced me to this this uh, this person to take some pictures for an article online, and it was uh, Guru Jagat that I ended up taking pictures of for this like random, not random. It's a wonderful website, <laughs> uh, and I was uh, given the opportunity to take some portraits of Guru Jagat on a beach, uh, and you know I had no idea what to expect. I'm expecting this like when you and I was like guru jagat. I was like oh whatever. I, it's like I was expecting like a like a like a man first of all. I was expecting a man and I was expecting a beard and of some sort. Like I just thought that that's what was gonna happen. And then I get this like lioness of a woman that comes out and it's just like whew, and she is like fashionable and she's like doing like she's cursing a little bit and she's like I'm like okay okay I'm I'm down with you so I took I took her pictures and I had still had no idea what the what the yoga was about because I'd just been doing uh, like other other stuff for for yoga not kundalini and then um, you know a couple months went by she hired me again and we I had. For probably about two years, she had been calling me to take pictures of her, but I had never gone and taken a class. And then uh, where Kelly and I eventually met was in a program that she does called Immense Grace. It's a seven-month program for women to do um, a lot of intensive work together, but it starts with a retreat in the beginning and a retreat at the end. And that's where I met Kelly. And um, we did this... Uh, 40-day meditation on the arc line. So the if humans, we have we have our aura, obviously, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. But we have um, arc lines, which are um, uh, we have one between our eyes. It's a center of um, energy. It's like where there are our or like it's it. Yeah, it, it the arc line. It's a halo, but it it informs it in it drives the aura. So it's very important to be aware of your arc line and the energy that's flowing here. So everyone has one here between the eyes and then between the feet. And women have an extra one between the nipples. It's to bond the, the mother and the infant. Um, and that's why it feels so good to be held by a, by a woman here. Um, but it also is a curse for us ladies because um, penetrative sexual partners get stuck in our aura, in our arc line for seven years if you're not doing clearing work. So enter the meditation that we did. <laughs> I know, you know, it checks out. <laughs> so enter, enter this meditation that we're doing, that we were doing for uh, 40 days. And I'm like, okay, well, I think this one seems like a legit one that I should do. It's a clearing of the karmas. And it's, um, this, the uh, mantra is, uh, is in Gurmukhi. It's called Wahe Guru Wahe Jyo. 
So you say Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, Wahe Jio, and you're essentially taking the hand and you're crossing the arc line and you're cleansing. It's like you're pouring water over yourself and clearing the karmas. And it's not just the pet, like the, the sexual partners and that kind of stuff. It's just clearing the karmas. And you can actually clear a lot of karmas, not just for yourself, but for your lineage. If you, if you do that kind of work with the, with, if that's, especially if that's your intention. So we're doing, we're doing these 40 days. And during these 40 days, I'm like, I just, I, first of all, it's hard for me to get up at like before the sun rises to do yoga, but I promised my friend that I would do it. So I was Skyping with her and I was doing it, uh, Susan. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this for Susan. So I, I got up every day and I did it. And every morning I was just like getting hit like in the head. I was like, aura photos, aura photos. And I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that really is. Cause I'm doing, I'm just like taking like branding portraits and doing all that stuff. I'm like, what is this? And I just kept like getting punched in the, it's like getting punched in the face with something. You're like, okay, like, first of all, back off. I like, I don't know what this is. I started to kind of look it up and then I talked to Kelly and I was like, she's like, oh yeah, it's this and this and this. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So then I started looking more into it and I started reading on the sub, like reading on the subject. And I don't know if you're, when you, um, when you're looking into something and you can just absorb it and it's just like you're taking a direct download, that's how you know it's for you. Because sometimes I'll, I'll read on a subject and it takes me forever to get through a book and I'm like, oh, I can barely read this. But once I started reading about auras, it was just like, every single book is just like, okay, got it, next. And I'm just absorbing all this. And so that's when I knew, okay, this is something, I gotta follow through with it. And, uh, and now here we are. So it's very, very special for me to be here with Kelly. Who, um, and so I, when, uh, what is an aura? So we can start with that. <laughs> What's an aura? An aura is your electromagnetic field that um, a healthy aura spans three to five feet um, around your body. That's uh, where we get like the personal bubble, the personal space. Um, and when somebody's, come in. Um, so a healthy aura is three to five feet. Um, when, uh, if you've ever been in a, in a line at a store and you have somebody that comes into that into that energetic space sometimes we have a positive or sometimes we have a neutral reaction to it and sometimes we have a very extremely negative reaction you ever been standing there and you're like i need this person to get away from me that's because you have a conflicting aura and your energy does not jive. Um, and it can, be, it can be that it's a conflicting color to yours, or it can be it's the shadow aspect of your color. So you could be, uh, like if you, let's say if you have a red aura, um, and you're experiencing your vitality, you're in your strength, you're in, the, you're in the light aspects of a color, and this person is showing you your shadow, that can be triggering. So you're like, I need, I need, you, to, like, I need you to get out of my space. So that's, um, and that happens also when you, um, when you walk into a room and you're attracted to somebody, they have a complimenting aura to you or, they're, um, or they have a very similar uh, essence to you. And that's why we're attracted to certain people. Yesterday we had a lot of, like, a lot of couples and friends that came in that like, were pretty on par. Like, they had like, very similar, if not like, the, the yin and yang of their auras. So it's like, they, I'm like, oh, of course. Like I had two sisters that had literally the exact same aura, but they spent so much time together and they're like, six years apart I think but they had this they had the same energy and that's because they had, that's what they're and it's not because what they're going through they just they just lead uh, with with the same thing so the aura has um, seven layers I call it an energetic seven layer dip um, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have seven different colors at the moment but it just means you have seven layers so like a like a seven layer dip can be all guacamole 
like, but seven layers of it. Um, so you've got, um, you've got that. And then you have your outermost layer is the one that's the most easily affected. It's called the mood layer. It's a, it has a different name to it, but colloquially it's called the mood layer. And that's what is affected by things like traffic um, or if you're affected by like a toxic uh, coworker or it's like someone like in your environment, um, that's the one that's easily affected. Um, and that's also, um, let me say, um, you, can, you can do energetic work to keep yourself from being as affected. Like if you do a lot of um, intentional energy work, what, whatever that is for you, it can be yoga, it can be meditation, familiar with that. Biofeedback is essentially just getting the information that your body is emitting. So for when you come into my booth, you'll put, you put your hand on a sensor plate that has its uh, silver sensors that are on the acupressure points of your hand. And what that is reading is the energy that's being broadcast from your meridian points in your body. And it's taking it and uh, turning it into a color interpretation of the aura. And the, uh, the particular machine that I have was made by, uh, invented by a man named Guy Coggins. And he is this like sweet man that lives in Redwood City that created this technology. And he calibrated it with a bunch of color, si color seeing psychics in order to ensure the accuracy. And so that's how it's calibrated. And at this point I've done like thousands of readings and they ring true to this uh the the person who's sitting there so i feel like it, it's it's pretty darn accurate and um the machine that that i have specifically is made uh was originally made to sell crystals or to um, sell reiki sessions because if you've seen aura uh, photographers, they have, um, usually it's a Polaroid machine or, a, or some sort of still image. I can do still images and video. The reason why I was interested in doing the video besides the fact that I'm a, a techie and I'm just like, I can figure out how to make it a gift. Um, uh, and uh, so I was like, okay, great. Um, but I wanted to see the progression of the aura shifting over time. And I'm like, I know that there has to be more than just, because I'm a, photo because I'm a photographer, I know that a photo is just a fraction of a moment. And it's a part, it can tell you a big part of the story, but it's only a moment in the story. And you can, and I mean, I can talk about photography forever, but it's, um, what comes out of a photo is, is really not telling the whole story. Um, so that's why I was particularly interested in being able to see how it moves, how the aura moves in the animations. And it's really fascinating. It varies person to person. Sometimes people are like, yo, I'm this color and that's it. And there's like not really much fluctuation. You can see the, you can see the energy move in the, in the animations, but you, uh, but you don't see like color bursts of sub notes coming through. That's where the seven layer dip thing comes in. So you have like the major layers that are, that it's, it, it's what you walk in with. You're like, oh, okay, this 
this person is definitely like, if somebody walks in and they're super ultra feminine and they're just like, really, they feel really light and, and giving and graceful, typically those, that's, that's the pink energy. So let's say that somebody leads with that, but then they have also um, bursts of um, what, if you have, I've, I've given you guys all like little cards. So like bursts of something like a turquoise. Turquoise isn't on there, so sorry. Um, <laughs> turquoise is the teacher, speaker, healer energy. So sometimes those people have little bursts of these colors that come through. And uh, those are the, like, the sub notes or something that's wanting to either, like the tarot, uh, when, you're, uh, when you have a reverse card where it's like either something that's being blocked or beginning, that's the sub notes. It's like, okay, I, I, as a reader, I can tell you about this and you have to see what feels right for you. This is either something that's coming through or leaving you, or you're curious about, or you're it's someone around you. Um, but the the aura, the aura is read um, in. Uh, I'll tell you. This is not a great example. Sorry. So it's um, the anatomy of the aura. We all. Um, I guess I'll just do it on myself, whatever. So the anatomy of the aura is as follows: On our right hand side, we have our masculine side. And this is the um, side that w what we put out into the world. So when I do your reading, I will talk about, okay, this is your masculine side. This is your recent past, okay? And then when we go up here to where right over your head, that's your present moment. And the upper, the upper arc is your hopes and goals. And then you move on to your, to your left side, which is your feminine side. It's what you're receiving and what you're creating. So that's your future creation. So... It can also be read as <laughs> past, present, future, okay? And so I have taken a photo of Amber Joy. She has not seen it, but I'm going to do a little live reading so I can show you kind of what a reading is like. Um, so if you would like to come up, you can come up here and sit if you want. Um, so I just did a, she hasn't seen it yet. So I took a photo of Amber Joy and so when you come into the booth, you sit down, I, you put your hand on the plate, um, and then it calibrates to you for a couple seconds, and then we pose and take the picture. Or we do the picture, and then we'll do your animation. So we, we did a photograph for her today, and I'll let you look at it. <laughs> and also, she's, sometimes people come in wearing a color that they have, which is really cool, because she's wearing... <laughs> So she's wearing the screen, and if you all can see it. So, and I'll give it to Kelly so we can post it. Um, so uh, Amber Joy, as you can see, like I said, on her, on this side right over here, on her, her right side picture left, is going to be this like yellowish green. So that's the, that's the energy that you've been putting out into the world. That's your masculine side. That's what you, um, that's the energy you're giving. And the green is um, unconditional love. It's, it's peace, it's love, it's harmony, it's of the environment. It is connection to the earth. It's also the Mother Gaia energy, so it's very nurturing. And you um, you give that, and it also has a little bit of yellow attached to it, so it's, it's, it's linked to your intellect. But it's like, it's mostly green. So, and then you work up to here, this part here. So this is, and also your recent past. So it can also be that you've really been experiencing that recently. Um, so you have this, this here up in her present moment, the part right above her head is, it's like a violet, it's a violet and a light blue. So the violet is, 
it's your connection to your intuition. It's your, uh, your spirit guides, your charm, your playfulness. Um, when you're in this, when you're in this space, you're really, um, it's really good to pay attention to your dreams and what's happening. Cause it's not a time really, cause what her aura tells me, and this is just from knowing what auras do at this point, like her aura is telling me that right now is not a time for her to take action. It's a really good time for her to like take note of what's coming to her, the magic that's coming because she's in the blues and in the, um, and in the violets. So in this like you have, you have notes of this like very light blue um, and the blue is your wisdom, your empathy, your loyalty. And so that also signals to me some, that you have a good community around you. So you have a good community of intuitive, so that's where you're going for. And then she moves into her future, which is more of that same, more of that same vibration. So she's calling, she's, what she's focusing on, she's actually really calling in to come in. And so that wants to come in for you. So more of that playful magic and that like manifestation wants to really come in for you. And then she has right over her body, she has a little bit more of that green. So that's just like what... Um, when I see something that uh, a very specific color that's in your body, that's something you hold close um, to you, and also it's like a part of your, um, uh, yeah, you hold it closer to your body, and yeah, and then I don't think you have anything over your face, so that's there you go. So that's that's oh is that, yeah, mm -hmm. speak on. on. It's spot on. Yeah. Awesome. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Thank you so much thank for being my guinea pig. Um, so I've done a lot of workshops and things like that where I've, um, well, first of all, when we do, when I do readings, it's, for me, it's more important to give a reading than it is to give you a cool photo. Oh, even though, like, obviously that's literally what I do. <laughs> it's like I give you a cool photo or like a cool video and that's awesome. But what, it, what does it do? What, what do you, what happens after that? You have a cool photo and like, what? That's it? You put it on your fridge and you like call it a day? No, I wanted to help you. I wanted to do something for you. And so that's where, like for her, it's not a time for action right now. You, when you're in the, the reds, that's when you're like, you need to make some moves and you need to like, like you need to make some decisions. You need to be really clear about what you want to do and take advantage of the extra vitality that you're, that you have in your aura. But her, she has, um, she's a very loving person who uh, is and loyal and you have that magic around you right now. So when you're, it's cool in the new year to have that kind of energy because when you're going into this space, pay attention to what's going on in your dreams. You pay, um, uh, meditate a little bit more and write anything down, follow your intuition. And then what you'll do from there is you'll go and you'll know when the time is to take action, but it's probably not yet. So just write everything down. And so that's kind of what I do in the five, I know it's five minutes that I have appointments, five or 10 minutes that I have people, but that, I have that conversation and just like bloop. Cause it just, I, I can, I get a sense of it and then I'll just deliver whatever messages uh, come through for, for you in particular. Um, I've done a couple of workshops uh, with, with people and people ask me all the time, does your aura change? Like how often does your aura change? Well, your aura change, it can change, like I said, you know, the mood layer outside. So it can change temporarily, fairly quickly. I've done some uh, before and after photos for um, like 
uh, breathwork workshops and some for a longer term like uh, retreats where I'll do um, a photo before they start the work and then a photo after. And one, one of the, one of the um, places that I went to was a breathwork and it was a 90 minute class and I did uh, photos of the people beforehand and photos of everybody after the photos of after this 90 minutes, they did shift. They, a lot of people had like a slight shift in color and then and or an amplification of what they came in with. So there was like a, a little bit duller colors and then they just like came out of that work really brightly. And what, I, what you can take away from that, although I do think that after something like 90 minutes, you're gonna go back to what, it's gonna fade and it's gonna go back to kind of like what you came from because you go, you go back into your life and you go back into your routine, so it's gonna fade. That change is not gonna stick with you permanently, but what you can take away from something like that is like, oh, okay, if I want to be more vibrant, I should do more of this breath work or I should do more of this. This is what this does for me in particular. Let's say that it brings me more into my, in, into my uh, heart space, great. And I, if I want to access my heart space, let me let me do some breath work. Let me do that. Or I did a three three day workshop in Colorado where literally every single woman that was there had a blocked or um, very dim receptivity. Like their receptive side was super like like everyone it was like really bright and the, on their right hand side that was just like everyone was giving giving giving. Everyone had very different energies but everyone was really blocked on their receptive side and by the end since we did make it a, a point of uh, a point to everybody work on receiving through the weekend everyone was like whoosh, completely at a more of a balance so it's a it's a great tool to help you move intentionally throughout the world and uh, to reach your goals and whatever the thing is is that you're trying to to reach bless you <laughs> and so um, there's a couple things that you can do uh, in order to, to connect with that. So let's say you get an aura reading and you're, um, you might not necessarily like, I have a lot of people that don't like what they see. Uh, they don't like the color that they get. And I'm like, well, ego. Uh, you, should, you, you can't go into it thinking you're going to get a specific thing because most of the time when people suspect that they're going to get a color, they don't. And they're like, oh, I thought I was, I thought I was going to be like white <laughs> oh, or like mm -hmm, light blues. And like, I thought it was going to be like a unicorn. And then they come out like red. And I'm like, well, you know, that's because that's not what you're going through right now. Um, and, and so if you want to get to that, you should be able, like, like you, like you have on your card, like you see the attributes of the color. Do something that helps you um, harness and maintain that energy. Um, we talk about a lot the um, in yoga, we the holding the pose of opening your heart. So there's something like if you want to be have a more open heart, you can like practice. It's like weird to do it in public, but like just like holding the energy of like having your heart open. It's like it's yoga holding the pose of an open heart is actually like doing it consciously. It's harder. Or it's like more exposing than you think. I tried it at a grocery store. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I, I'm going to just like walk and get my groceries. But I'm like consciously walk with an open heart. And like no one ever talks to me at the grocery store. I'm just like, 
like doing my business. I walk around, I get my stuff, I get in and out. But when I walked around with an open heart, like everyone was like, hi, how are you? Like people just reacted differently to me and like, oh, I was like, okay. And like, you know, you like when people are like, oh my gosh, like why are you talking to me? And like I, sh- I shut back down. I'm like, Ugh. I go back and like, please don't talk to me. Ugh. But and then I'm like, oh no, no, that's because I opened my heart. Oh, that's the difference. That's the energetic difference. And so you can, um, you can do certain things like you can, um, and bless you. Um, you can keep the color around you. That's something very easy. Like, let's say you want to get in the pinks. And, like, because I, like, when I'm at work, when I'm in my work mode, I show up, like, red-orange. Red-orange is, like, your vitality, your strength. And then uh, orange is uh, creative. So it's, like, a creative entrepreneurs will often come up red-orange. Uh, Kelly, I know that. <laughs> so you do come out with that energy uh, quite often. But if I wanted to get, uh, because... If you wanted to, like, let's say, attract a uh, a love, but you're but you're in like the red orange, you're all work mode all the time. The energy of red, which is passion and desire and strength and vitality, is also exists on the same vibrational field as sexual energy. So you're probably calling in people that just wanna, you know, have a physical relationship, and. Not necessarily, I mean, it could turn into something like that, but that's the initial, that's the vibration. You guys are, you guys are operating on that same vibrational plane. So when you, if you want to attract somebody that has an open heart, you have to meet them at that level. And because the person that just wants to, uh, doesn't want to, doesn't want to deal with the heart. So uh, automatically, they're just not even good. They're going to be like, oh, oh, okay, that girl has an open heart. I'll be right out here. (laughs) Like, I I, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. So starting with like keeping the color around you or keeping the the feminine essence so like if you're if you're a woman you can like even uh just what you have to do what makes you feel feminine because it's like keeping flowers around you might you like i already keep flowers around me or like maybe uh, wearing dresses like doing your hair like something that makes you feel more that essence or even just like doing the opening your heart um, rose quartz, like uh, candles and jerd, like whatever makes you actually feel that, putting on some music. Like if you want to like um, listen to uh, a specific artist that makes you like really like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what like love feels like for me when you listen to the song, then do that. Put, put that on loop and then, and then see how, try that on for size and then go out into the world. Um, when you, um, if, or if you, alternatively, if you want to get like, uh, manifest some more prosperity, um, you keep the color green around you, keep more plants, wear green, uh, eat green, listen to Cardi B, like, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> like, whatever you need to do to, like, get you hyped to make money, like, just, like, on repeat, uh, Beyonce, whatever, like, it's your choice, um, but do that, um, and, um, as far as like once you've, once you've, I have a couple tips on like how to cleanse your aura once you feel, if you feel like you're um, been around uh, a lot of negativity or if you want to, if you feel a little stuck, a good way to move the energy would be to take a salt bath. Uh, you guys don't live around an ocean, so you can't take a dip in an ocean. Uh, but if you, if ocean water is preferred if you have access to it. Um, taking a dip or even just submerging yourself in water really does help cleanse the aura. Uh, wearing white um, can be really purifying. 
And uh, if you have, I mean, you guys have like this really wonderful resource here uh, with Modern Mystic and you can talk to any of the people that work here and they can point you to aura clearing um, rituals. And like the ritual kits are great, especially when you're trying to clear something and manifest a very specific thing. Um, and everyone that works here is really knowledgeable about that. Crystals help um, if you connect only, but th these things only work if you connect to it. Like don't do it. If you're not like, if you don't feel like it's doing anything, it's then it's just an object, then it's just a rock. Like, it's just a, pre a pretty rock, but it's just a rock, it's not doing anything for you. So, um, it, and if, if working something out, if you connect to like, if you wanna be more your vitality, if you're like the, if you're like, for example, not to pick on you, Amber Joy, but if you wanna be in, in, in more of your vitality and your strength, take a boxing class. Do something that's gonna get you like really ground, or like go outside, like get something that's gonna get you in your body and move through, um, move into that like uh, vibration. Um, and I think, I think that's it. And eat, you can eat, um, it's boring actually, you can just eat good food <laughs> and drink water and go outside. Like that's what brightens your aura. I was like, oh, that's it? Like. Super fun. Uh, like, oh, it was like eat like, like berries and stuff like that. Bright foods will make your aura brighter. And, uh, and you can also, another thing to cleanse your aura, I don't know if you, do you guys sell animal feathers? Yeah, so um, just doing this with an animal feather will actually like take that like extra energy off. But again, only if you connect to it. Because otherwise you're just have a weird feather. Um, so I, if you, does anybody have any questions about auras? Or, hi. Am I familiar with pranic healing? I've read about it a little bit, but. Okay, that's a good question. So the so she wants to know how the auras connect to the uh, the chakras, and they correspond to the chakras in a sense that like it's like the root chakra and the the principles of the root are very much the same as the energy of the red the vitality the strength the sexual energy like you need to be like rooted in the ground it's very earth-based and then it and then it does move on up and um so the healing that you can that healing can be really measured by, by a machine like this, and you can really feel the difference. Um, it's with the pranic healing or the Reiki or anything like that, it's energetic healing to move, I think people do it to move them through something they no longer wanna be in. And when you're, if you're um, processing some sort of like a trauma or something like that, or you just wanna like, I don't know, you just wanna feel better, uh, I think, pranic healing or Reiki, whatever, again, whatever you connect to and moves through that energy, I think I would highly, highly suggest to do it. Um, but yeah, the, the colors of the aura do, uh, the attributes do sort of um, coincide with the, um, the chakra colors. Um, so yeah. I think there, if, um, so the one, that one, Kundalini yoga, because again, like not everyone um, connects to Kundalini yoga. It took me, so I took the, the, the pictures of Guru Jacket that I took on the beach. I took 
two years before I actually took a class. Like she kept hiring me and kept calling me and I was just like, yeah, but I'm not gonna take a class. <laughs> like, or like I am gonna, like she's like, she's like, no, like literally come, it's free. Like for you, like, I, like it'll, be, it'll be free for you. And I was like, um, yeah, but like, um, it's in, have you ever been, if you've ever been to LA, it's like, it's in Venice. And I was not in Venice, so like to go to the West Side is a thing, and it's just far. And so one of the one of the cool things is that um, the that shoot that we ended up doing at the beach ended up being the cover of her book, even though we had done like a ton of shoots after that. But and uh, she ended up using it for the cover of her book, and um, and now she's uh, she's like moving on to her second book now which is really super cool. And there's, um, but it's all about relationships too and how you feel with people. If you feel good with somebody, just keep, like, keep that connection going. And that's one of the things that um, uh, Guru Jagat and I have, I guess, we're both Virgos. I don't know if that helps, but when you have a good um, auric relationship, energetic alchemy with somebody, just go with it. Don't try to like, read into it too much i think it is like obviously our or, uh, our auras complement each like especially at that time we had a really good chemistry and that's where we were able to create a lot of really beautiful images and so just listen to that you know when somebody you know when you don't drive with somebody and you uh if you're not driving with somebody and you really want to then that's something that you can you can like try to just like meditate on it and see what attributes of that you need to go through are they mirroring something that you don't want to see in yourself are they reflecting back um an aspect of yourself that you're trying to not look at or are they just or or do they need you to help, like to to hold a space for them, so that's how th that's why energy healing and stuff like that is not a, a very there's no real answers per se. You just really have to have a good practice with yourself and check in on what is what's going on with you and what you can bring to the world and make sure that you're you're showing up for yourself and your loved ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a solid question. So, okay, so the so the colors uh in in the camera, they like I said before, it's a it's reading the colors that your meridian points are are broadcasting. So, um I don't I didn't wire the machine, so I don't know exactly like what what he does, but when they when you put your hand on the plate, I immediately, on my side of things, I can see your aura, and it's, it, it takes a second to calibrate completely, because it's fun, because it'll, I'll have like, let's say I'll have you come in, and you have a certain color, and then like two seconds later, I'll have him come in, and it's just like, the color, like the screen will just like completely shift, and that's what's really awesome, that's like, okay, it works. Like this, this thing does like actually measure the the colors, and and you see it, um, you see the colors, um, the 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 interface that I have. It does tell you like 
where on the scale, it has like a really cool scale that says like where you are in the, in the, spec, in the color spectrum. So even if you have like, uh, with Amber Joy, you have all those, like those greenish bluish colors, it would give me a, va it gives me a value where on the scale you are from, um, from hot to cool, essentially. And so, I mean, but that's like, it's like such nerd information <laughs> that I like, but like it's not necessary for like further further reading from for me. But um, we have like I've I've seen some really cool auras, uh, and one of my favorite ones that I saw is was I did it in Ra in Rama in Venice. Uh, we, it was an animated aura that I did for this really beautiful woman who um, who was really looking for a message, and she sat and I did her her animation and and most of the time it's just like okay I see you on the screen and I see the colors flowing and I let you have like I let you have a minute so you can do whatever and I kind of like do 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 I kind of look at the screen to make sure that everything's looking fine but you can do whatever whatever you want to do and then. I like uh, when I was gonna go hit stop recording to save, and like we got like a huge burst of white, like a whoosh, and I've I'd never seen that before. Like, and I've I've done a lot of them, and I've never seen that before. So I was like, oh, okay, well that's something. And so I like I I saved it, and I and then I I got her picture, and I was doing her reading, and I'm like, and you know what? Um, I'm like, I've never seen this before, so I don't exactly know necessarily what it means, but um, there is a big, huge flash of white, and for me, that's just a big sign for something from the divine of just like trying to get your attention. And I don't know what that means for you, but, and then she just like starts crying, and I'm like, okay, it's a good day when I can get a person to cry. Uh, that's because you know you you've touched you've touched something you've touched someone deeply, and so she was like, no, I've been I've been asked literally asking for a sign and for this to show up. She's like, I know exactly what it is, and so um, things when you're looking for a sign, it can show up in an aura reading, it can show up in a tarot reading, it can show up whatever. But also just again, just pay attention to yourself. And pay attention to the signs. It could show. They, spirit always wants to show you things, but they'll and they'll show you in ways that you can understand. So for me, like for me, sometimes it shows up as animal, like animal totems, or like uh, ravens follow me everywhere. And that's whenever I see, uh, I'll go on a hike with my dog, and I'll see three of them in a row, and I'm like, I get it. <laughs> or some people have um, repeating numbers that are signs for them. And, um, but a message can very easily be delivered in an aura reading, just as it can with anything else. And that's, that's probably the most rewarding part of this experience for me, has just been able to, A, show people how beautiful they are, because I feel like that's always been my intention with my, um, with my portrait photography work, is I wanna reflect back to you the beauty that I see because um, sometimes people, they're like, oh, they'll look through their camera roll and they'll be like, you know, the, the gallery that I delivered, they're like, I don't look bad. And I'm like, yeah, because you're, like, you're, you're, you're beautiful. You're a beautiful human being. And I'm, it's my job as the, as, this, as, the, as the light worker to reflect back your beauty. And that's always my intention with a reading is to deliver a message that's going to help you. Of course, if I see something that's, people ask me all the time, well, like, what if, what if my, what if my um, aura is black? 
or doesn't sh doesn't show up like uh what happens like what what like and like first of all you'd be dead if you didn't have an aura because that's um so in we're born so this is cool we uh, we're born from what i've from what i've read and we're born with a golden aura and the mother and the child at the moment of um at the moment of birth both are surrounded in gold and I think that's really beautiful. And that's when you, that's how you come into the world. And then you have your aura when you're, when you're starting to get older and if you, if you're fortunate enough to age to the point where you get, um, you die a natural of a natural cause or even dying of an illness, your aura begins to start to fade and, uh, and collapse into its, not collapse into it, but it just begins to fade. And then eventually it leaves your body at the moment of death. Um, where it can be really traumatic for the soul is when there is a sudden death and the aura doesn't have time to, um, to properly like fade. It's like when someone stops a song halfway through and they don't properly fade. It's, ob it's obnoxious. So, uh, so that is how when the soul leaves the body abruptly, it's, it's just traumatizing for the soul. Um, and then they work on that in their next life. Um, but Oh, the babies are born with a gold aura, and they, oh, there's so much to go with that. Um, I'm not an expert in the postpartum, but I do have clients that have, um, that do this work. And from what I've been told, there's a, there's a 40 days where the child is most, the child's aura is most susceptible to, um, to other energies that don't necessarily benefit the forming of the of of the aura and so in certain cultures they keep the baby indoors in their home with the mother for 40 days and there's certain things that they do where they um it depends on the the person but they're they're told to kind of like keep the even they're not even supposed to get that much sunlight and I was like, well, what if they have jaundice? And he was like, well, you can put a little bit of light on them through the, like, through the window. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, but so there, then, then in that time, the mother's supposed to eat, some, uh, eat a lot of hot soup to ground them, uh, high, um, high foods that are high in f uh, good fat, like avocados and, and coconut oils and stuff like that, are, are really good. And that's when the mother can inject. It. If the mother is has done a lot of energy work, you can put in a lot of love and a lot of really powerful things into the baby's aura in those 40 days. And then it shifts. Children's auras are still, because I've done a lot of, I've done a, a few photos of children's auras and the, my niece was two and a half when I did hers the first time. And it was like, like all, it was like a, all the colors. She, Cause she is this like, she's just like, um, very independent, little smart ray of sunshine. She and she, her predominant color was magenta. Magenta is the color of the independent nonconformist, who's funny, has a big heart, and she's such like you know. Children are really like that. They're they're silly, and so I did a couple children yesterday, and um, a couple of them like showed up in like the the blues and the purples because it's like. Purple is like super playful, and like, and one of them, one of the kids is like really into soccer. He was like really red, and it was really cool. He was like, "Yeah, I'm in, I'm strong," 
yeah, like that's what's up. And he was like, he like, he left with more confidence knowing that he was, but he was, I think he was 11. So he's more, even though he's, he's not as, the aura of someone that's 11 is a little, a little bit more consistent than someone that's like three or four because they're just kind of like, they don't have the same kind of protection. So they're a little bit more honest and magical and they don't have to hold the, the, they don't hold the same energetic consistent frequencies that we hold. Um, and yeah, when you are, when you're getting sick or you can actually, you, uh, you can expand your aura by doing energetic work um, like kundalini yoga or you can do basically again anything that you connect to you can really like do some work to like expand your breath work uh, reiki and you can uh, become more expansive especially if you're trying to be in a field where you need to have a big auric space and you need to take up a lot of space if you're trying to be in the public space if you want to be in um yeah, if you want to be in politics or anything like that it helps to have a, a shiny clean aura where people can can see you and um, where you, when you walk into a room, people notice you. So you can do that or alternatively, you can disappear. You can, if you want to, you can like, you can, you can work on making your aura smaller. I've, I've, I've taken pictures of people where their aura is like, like right over their head and it's like very tiny. I was like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> like, but, but I was like, I was like, I don't know what to do with, I was like, hey, um, so, cause it's like, it's then like, like, do they not have a present moment or goals? Cause that's how, you know, you, that's how I read the thing. And what, her aura like ended right here. And I'm like, the only thing, the only interpretation that I'm getting of this is that you, you're an introvert and you don't need to, you don't need to be the life of the party. She's like, yeah. She's like, I hate, she's like, I just like being like this. She's like, I don't like to be seen. And I was like, word. Okay. Then that's it. <laughs> All right. I got it. Heard. Um, and so you can make your aura smaller if you want to. I don't suggest it. Um, but I, unless it helps you, like, um, I feel like I've, I've done that as a, like, as a photographer, like I will do that. I, I know when I can make my energy smaller. If I'm doing like, um, I do a lot of women's workshops where I do like, uh, like regular photo coverage. Um, and they're, when people are having their hearts open and their energy is up and they're, um, they're doing a lot of like energetic work and they're being super vulnerable, they don't need to feel my energy. So there's, there's times when it's appropriate to like, to like, to just bring it in, bring it in. And I'll just like make myself like kind of as neutral as possible. And like maybe hold a little bit of love in there because I'm take, because these people are allowing me to, um, document a very, um, uh, vulnerable moment in a, in a workshop. And so I just, I make my energy as small as possible. And I also like do that with my body. So it, it, it's helpful sometimes to make your energy smaller. Um, but more often than not, you should try to expand. Yeah. 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 So you can see the or you can, you can train yourself to see aura colors because we're, uh, everyone is born with a certain amount of intuition and you can, it's a matter of training it, uh, training that muscle. And some people can see auras and that's just how they're, like they don't know that other people can't. 
Like there's some children and some like there some yoga masters do like they do see auras. They can just tell you. I've, I've I've heard a lot of people be like, oh yeah, like I was told I have an orange aura by some lady at Marshalls. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> okay, like and some some people do that. And there's I think I don't want to say it incorrectly, but there's a there's a condition called like synesthesia or something like that where uh, people do see colors, but it's. Um, it's related to like, let's say I hear, I hear a song and then colors start coming. But when, as far as like the aura goes, I've, there are a couple of exercises you can do to try to see the aura, even if you're not someone who uh, feels like you're clairvoyant or anything like that. Um, one of the exercises is you can have, if you have a friend and a white wall, you can have that friend stand in front of the white wall and just kind of um, stand about four, like four feet in front of them. And you, um, you gaze like right at the, like right around their third eye for like th anywhere from like, th three to five minutes, it seem, it's gonna seem like forever, but you'll eventually start to see, because when you're not looking with your mind's eye, you're just letting it go, you're gonna start to see a color appear right around them and that, and just go with your gut, and that's the, that's the mood layer. That's gonna be like the, the, main, the main like thing that they're leading with. And, um, and you trust, like you have to trust that. Um, but there, there are other, there are other ways to look at the aura too. But um, a lot of them involve uh, dimmer lighting for people. Like I can see aura colors only in, if I'm in a very, very dim light, um, because that allows um, that to be the brightest light in the room. If, it, if that makes sense. That's a, yeah. Okay, so she asked if uh, when when you um, the the way that the the anatomy of the aura being the right hand side being what the masculine what you put out there um, the above the head being the present moment and then this uh, the left side being what you receive. So with the right hand side, what you actually put out there. You have to, to be the one that answers that. It's usually really kind of, I, I can see muddy colors. It's a, when, you're, when you're blocking something. So usually it's a pretty good read of what you actually are trying to put out there. Because the right-hand side, it can be your recent past. So it can be those around you or the energy that you're putting out there, what you recently experienced. Sometimes people have like, when they don't have a lot of, when they don't have like an expansive um, um, recent past side, it's because they've recently experienced a death or a, or a big move or big transition. So that'll cut off short. But as far as... Um, it being in a reading showing up as what you are intending or what you're actually putting out there, it would, it would probably show up as a muddier version of the color. Like, a, like a, uh, for example, it's not the same spot in the body, but I had a girl that had a very, uh, this was at Bonnaroo, this girl had like a, uh, she had, a very muddy yellow on her throat. And I'm just like, cause yellow is the color of like intellect and optimism. So I'm like, okay, the opposite of that is talking crap. And so I'm like, okay, so you're, I'm like, 
I'm like, I'm gonna take a stab at this, but I'm like, are you, have you been gossiping? And she's like, she's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, because I'm like, gosh, because your, your, your throat is like really muddy, like it's a really muddy yellow. So um, I, I think that maybe if you turn it around and start speaking uh, in an optimistic way instead of a pessimistic way, that'll shift. Because uh, you're, you're putting your mind behind that. And so um, she was like, oh, she's like, yeah, because I was just talking crap about my mom. Because <laughs> she's not letting us do this. Da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah, well, it's showing. So usually it'll show up as a muddier version of the color. And my intention behind the readings is I will illuminate that and I'll say, okay, this is not the highest version of the color, but you can just let, you can just, it's like a, it's like massaging it out. Just let it go and then and shift it to the, to the uh, light aspect instead of the shadow aspect. Wrapping it up. All right. I'm, what's up? Yeah, so we're sold out for today. Um, I do, there is possibility for me to do like a hand, maybe a handful, like starting at 1230, because um, I don't have appointments until one, but it's $40 for a photo and then uh, 60 for an animated and a photo. And what happens with the animateds is you, um, you, get, you get the same reading and the same photo that you take away with, and then we email you the animation um, after the session. So... But yeah, we're just kind of sold out for today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. Please subscribe to this podcast to get new content every Sunday. If you would like to watch the full one-hour video of this class or see our Sunday School in 7-Minute series, visit modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School. You can also follow us on Instagram at modernmystic underscore shop. Thank you so much, and we will see you next Sunday.